0: calling the dogs with Chansey and she sorry we were off last weekend uh or last week that was my fault uh closed on the house so i had to have some type of good news during what was the last 14 days of just awful things but uh we're here and um we got a lot of crap to talk about so she i just need to know where where are you spiritually emotionally the whole the whole nine yards
1: uh, not, not in the not in the best of places. Uh, I'll put that put it that way. I I don't feel good. I don't feel good. <laughs> I uh, I walked out. So last weekend, you, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get into where you were and where I was. But I I will say, like I was in a in a good environment. We were having a good time, and it was. Simply one of those weekends that we've had so many times before as Georgia football fans where the game was the only blemish on the weekend. I mean, how many times have we said that about uh, about like a, a great weekend where we're, you know, Georgia-Florida weekend or Auburn weekend or or whatever? Literally thousands of weekends. Just too many times to count. And so i put it that way. It was just such a terrible blemish on the weekend that was a great time and we were up in the mountains and all this stuff, and and I'll just say, I, I don't know if you expected us to come out as flat as we did, but man, it did not feel good. It did not look good. It did not feel good. I, as I told you earlier, I about halfway through the second quarter was like, all right, I'm gonna start making drinks. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, I, not feeling great. Like I don't want this to be like a full state of the program episode or anything like that, but I. Like, we got to sit here and, and figure out where, where we stand and and where we're going.
0: Well, I absolutely agree with you. I don't know if I conveyed the last time we got together how bad I felt going into that game. This definitely felt like later Rick's year type games where yeah. you were winning games, sort of. You lost a big game, but you were going into Jacksonville, Florida. We still don't know where they're at, and then we just – We just show up and act like we don't know what to do. I mean, we were decimated on defense, and it showed. But um, I ended up – Chandler uh, surprised me with with tickets uh, late that week, so I actually ended up going. And so I actually got to see that in person, uh, which, honestly, you know, it was kind of like – it's kind of like I was telling myself, you know, Patrick, you've just been living too well to have three years in a row – (laughs) <laughs> Where you go into Jacksonville and win? Uh, let's just yep. get, let's just bring you back to reality. Yep. And it was terrible. Uh, to be honest, though, it was nice with having a, a little bit of a COVID stadium and being able to get out of there. I was back. We stayed till about five minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. Didn't even want to stay that long, but we did, and we were back by nine thirty. Which did, was did y'all gate at all? Well, no, I had a um, I had work. Uh, that morning I had to be at a work meeting that morning yeah, and so we, we didn't get there work. we didn't we didn't even leave till we didn't even leave till or got there probably like 2 15 and the people that we were going with they were older and they didn't know how to send us their tickets <laughs> so we had to go <laughs> with them <laughs> at yeah. the same time and they wanted to go in uh, they were mad that we were there at 2 15 um, which I can appreciate that but, that is, that uh, is pretty
1: close to game time. That's only oh yeah. an hour well, 15 well, they,
0: well, they well they well originally they wanted to get in there at one, and I was like, okay, well that's <laughs> that doesn't make much sense. But uh, but we ended up we got in there at a good gotten there at a good time and had decent seats. We were on our side at or on the twenty in the upper level. Uh, I mean, great seats. Got got a good view of an of an ass kicking, and um, <laughs> it was just it was painful, man. There there was so much about that game. Like we, we could have lost by so much more, but we also could have been really, really close in that game. <laughs> yeah, and that's how yeah. freaking terrible we just we could not convert on any opportunity, and our defense was just decimated from from the get. We, we start. We came out. Uh, we talked about injuries, mm-hmm. and those showed. Trask got to sit and just put on a clinic all day long he got he we never even we never even smelled him
1: yeah
0: i mean we we, we, we didn't do anything and we t- we <laughs> talked about that we had that we had to at least get near him <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. disrupt him a little bit yeah but man they've got their receivers i mean you can watch their games and stuff but their receivers are polished those guys are big and they they're just making plays and also too the i, I we acted like on defense we'd never seen a wheel route my I mean, God. it was. They're it still was running just, wheel routes right now.
1: <laughs> TIA, I mean,
0: they're still it, running them right now. Un, unreal. Um, and it was just, it was rough to watch. I mean, even even when we went up fourteen points, and you're like, okay, well, this fourteen points was kind of a fluke. I mean, yeah. I mean, we we put up fourteen points. Zeus had the, obviously that great run. Uh, but you just never. Anyway, I, I, nothing about that game. Even when we got out to fourteen points, I'm like, y'all know they can score, basically, instantly. <laughs> I mean, nothing about that. We are not safe at all. We haven't put a drive together. we just, we just gave them a fourteen point buffer to get yep. started, and yep. that was, and that was, that's where it went.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. Anytime you're gifted a seventy five yard touchdown on the first play of the game, you're feeling pretty good. But. I really did think I, it was such a weird thing. I mean, it was just a classic. I say classic. It was a ten years ago Georgia Florida game. Exactly what you said. I mean, what you felt that that it was pretty much exactly how I felt when we played them in like 2010 or, or you know, I, well I was about to say 09, but not quite 09. That was that was a different story. Uh, that was as bad as they as they get. 08 and 09, but it's um when we when we scored the, on the on the first play i felt pretty good but then after whenever we held them to three plays and a punt i was like man we may really be as as good as we as we think we were right and then we we drive down the field and then it was murphy's law time <laughs> it was like anything that could go wrong went wrong wrong from that second that marcus uh not marcus yeah, what's his name? Holy cow. Rosamie Jackson, I mean, Jack Saint. Yeah, yeah, Marcus Rosamy Jack Saint. It <laughs> is a mouthful in your defense. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, his name is Marcus. i was focus- focusing way too much on the uh, hyphenated last name. Yeah, so, I mean, when whenever Rosamy, that's what I like to call him, caught that, that touchdown, which up until that point, we had not made a single mistake. Up until that point we were feeling good. And honestly, we didn't even make a mistake on that on that dry on that play. Uh Rosamund just happened to have his leg chopped in half, which, you know, prayers up for that kid. Holy cow, it looked bad. It actually I I don't they came back and said it was something to do more so with his ankle. I thought he had a compound fracture. I I don't know, it looked bad. And I'll say up until that point, Stetson even was playing well. You know, he ran on on that one play, he was hitting the hitting uh guys over the middle i mean he was hitting his i mean literally like after that because he got hit on that play that's when he got he got his shoulder hit and i i mean from there on out not looking bueno right and um yeah that was exactly whenever like i said whenever Mur- Murphy's law kicked in i said literally every everything that could go wrong from that point went wrong and and i um i mean from an injury standpoint from a you know, productivity standpoint, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But I mean, you think the defense played well? No, defense played like ass. Yeah, they were they were obviously missing a lot of guys. I mean, was it how glaring was it that '99 was not on the field? God the, bless the fact that that Damian Pierce, who don't you know, he was running his tail off because he, you know, did not get that uh, scholarship scholarship acceptance to the University of Georgia, old Bainbridge boy. Yeah, don't you know he wanted to beat our tails? Absolutely. So anyway, all around, I mean, it just looked bad. From I mean, we get up fourteen points, we got a great cushion, and then what do you what do you do? You go just piss it all away. So anyway,
0: well, I, and I don't that think was a, that was
1: just a rough synopsis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, everything about the last two weeks have been rough. I mean, you go back and you look at what they. Uh, what Florida did this past weekend to Arkansas and uh, Arkansas, who we now know is a, is a decent team and, um, and, and plays well. I mean, they've just got everybody on their offense is big. They've just got a big offense. They've got those, they got those old, old Florida offenses that back in the Tebow days, I mean, that's, that's what those, that's what those guys look like. And, um, <laughs> And we just had no, we had no answer. We our, our guys, our defense was gassed because they just got they put on a they put on a clinic. I mean, anytime we would have a positive play, we get a we get a stop in the backfield or whatever. And my thing was, is like, why did they even like, why even run the ball? I mean, just for, on, on a, like, from Florida's perspective. I mean, yeah. just send send your guys run the same play every time because we can't stop it. Yeah. And, and 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 they just they just manhandled us and. Um, Defensive backs couldn't keep up, and and really they could have put up a lot more points than they did. Uh, they obviously they called the dogs off there in the second half and just trying to run the clock they kinda out.
1: Kind of did. They almost they almost screwed up. Oh yeah, because oh, they were they, passing they, right there at the end. Whenever
0: they they, they Mullen got greedy and, yeah. uh, and and
1: he was trying to pull a uh, Steve Spurrier and try to run up the score on us because they were yeah. passing with what it was ten minutes left in the fourth and they were up fourteen. Is that right? Uh-huh. something like that
0: no that well they were up um, I don't know I've repressed all of this <laughs> yeah no
1: i I've, I've tried to forget everything to be honest with you, but yeah, yeah I mean we they were at one point if 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 mark Webb had had intercepted that ball at the end I mean if mm-hmm. and everybody that watched the game saw what play we're talking about I, I I can't remember exactly when it happened, but if Mark Webb had intercepted that ball, we would have been within a touchdown, right? Is that right? I think I think mm. I think it would have been at least a one. I think it would have been a one one score game if he had intercepted that ball, because they missed that field goal towards the end. But anyway, right. I digress. Yes,
0: but 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 you're but you're right. I mean, in the fact that we stayed in the game to to the point that we did, I I felt like. Um, I felt from like from a play calling perspective if so I, let's let's look on the let's look on the offensive side of the ball I felt like from a play I calling I we better
1: say Let's look on the bright side here and I was like, Oh no 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 This is
0: not Patrick. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> there is no bright side. This is terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just right, I'm ready for the season to be over. <laughs> uh, if if that's uh if that's if that gives you any idea. Like I'm when <laughs> the game was postponed this weekend, I was like I was so thrilled. <laughs> hey, I didn't I, I want to, I did not want I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. I, I need another week. I, I don't yeah. I don't want this. So I'm so thankful that we have to sit in our misery for another week because we deserve it. We yeah, deserve it for how bad we
1: played. We're in a pile of poop. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. a big old <laughs>
0: pile of poop. So, from from a call, play calling perspective, I like what we. I like how we called the game offensively. I, I thought Munkin I've I've been impressed with Munkin from the get in terms of his play calling. Yeah, well, I, what I really, he has to work with.
1: I mean, I've been. I, I agree. I completely agree.
0: Well, and and so I'm not going to be a guy that's going to and when we talked about uh, earlier about the opportunities we had guys streaking down the sideline and w- multiple times i didn't go back and count how many dropped deep ball blown coverages that they gave us and we took advantage of none of them i mean Zero. absolutely none of them and so you can't and and matt landers just should never ever again be allowed to show up on any of our fields i'm just tired of it (laughs) i just can't i can't i can't take it anymore i'm i'm done with it so that that's the part that's so frustrating is we created the opportunity we created game-changing opportunities and we did not execute on a single one of them and that's the 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 problem with years past we didn't get those opportunities we couldn't create those moments where we we dropped the ball or, or had those opportunities, and that's the part that pisses me off the most, is because if you convert on just one of those, like you talked about, we we get that pick with the pick six. Mark Red Webb literally had the best pick six opportunity of the year and, and and couldn't convert. And We didn't deserve to
1: be in it right
0: there. Oh no, all. that's yeah. the that's the whole that's but the whole you thing. But if he made that
1: play, we made zero plays
0: zero. <laughs> well, and I, I, I say
1: I say that Eric's. Uh, let's give credit where credits due. Eric Stokes made a hell of a play on that interception where I thought we were losing all the momentum in the world. And then he made that interception. I said, we go up 21 and 14, hold them right here and we're good to go. And then they sped off 24 points unanswered. So anyway, but you're exactly,
0: but you're exactly right. We Stokes played his tail off. Bless the guy. He was the only DB that could, that could do anything. I mean the whole game and, we we were just we were just outmatched. We were just yep. outmatched on on, on all so We got we got out coached, but we just got out executed. Their receivers, their team, their whole team just wanted to beat us. Just they they wanted they wanted to win. They were tired of getting beat, yeah. And we let them come in and manhandle us. I mean, mm-hmm. their receivers are freaking huge, and those guys just made dumb plays. Pitts caught what two passes? It,
1: it wasn't it much, and then
0: Lewis. <laughs> and then Scene tried to murder him, and I'm like, you know what? If you're gonna murder somebody, murder him. Yep. but that's the thing. He only caught two passes. <laughs> yep. He only caught two passes. I mean, they were they were great. one of them was a touchdown, I think. But the but like that's, we talked we we talked about negating pits, and you do that to a a, a, a little. I mean, he didn't catch him any catch him any passes. <laughs> so I guess we talked about limiting pits. I guess. Killing him is one way of doing that. But but the rest of their but the they Trask I bet he completed I bet you completed seventy five balls. I mean I felt like the guy just never no one ever dropped anything. And on shot on plays that we contested, guys still they made the play. They made the play over us. We we
1: we have not had Eric Stokes has been the only defensive bat we've had that has made made plays in the past probably three or so games I, I like Tyson Tyson is pretty decent in coverage but man I mean him and Tyreek had had positions on guys like on Pitts multiple times Pitts called that ball against Tyreek Tyreek like fell down or something and he had a surefire interception on Tyson Campbell was in position on, oh, so he got abused. Let me let's talk about. It. I mean, like Tyson, sorry buddy, but you ain't elite. <laughs> I, I I wanna I wanna I wanna be about it, but man, he was in perfect position multiple times, and the guys across from him just wanted it better than he did. They wanted it more than he did, and that's what bothers me. It's like we got all this talent in the world. We got tall receivers. Tyson's like six one, six two. He's tall. He's a big cornerback. And you mean to tell me this kid, you know, across from you, I mean, given Kyle Pitts is the best freaking tight end in the country, let's just say that. But like, you you're in position to at least knock that ball away or harass him. Like Scene did eventually. <laughs> but you gotta push that guy out of bounds. You gotta do whatever you gotta do to make it to where that guy does not catch that touchdown in the in the corner. And we're just not aggressive with that. Like and we've got all this talent in the world. We've got these guys that are coming in, five star cornerbacks, five star safeties, whatever. And it's like, man, what? It, it doesn't matter if you don't want it more. So, I, I, I struggle with, you know, it sucks that we did not have LeCount. LeCount was a big miss, and obviously that, man, I don't, I don't want to blame. It sucks. That's his own. That's his own do, own doing. It, it just is and, and le LeCount, lecount's a, a damn good dog i don't want to speak poorly of him but that was that was a dumb thing that he did and and we missed him this past weekend and having his, his leadership in that defensive backfield maybe would have been the difference but then you also look at okay who was Florida's receiving uh, excuse me leading receiver it was a running back his name is Malik Davis 100 yards out of the backfield. You mean to tell me their leading receiver was not Kyle Pitts, the best tight end in the country? It was a guy that was just running wheel route after wheel route. What the hell? We had guys Jermaine Johnson tried. Uh N'Kobe Dean tried. Monty Rice tried. We and that's that's film, brother. That is film. You think that Florida Florida was sitting here licking their chops knowing that we did not have anybody in our entire linebacking core. They could cover a guy out of the backfield they knew it and they exposed it and that was our downfall not it was not Kyle Pitts it was I mean Trask was give Trask credit the guy was he's incredible I I don't know how he's doing I was not expecting him to be at the level he is I feel like he's made a Joe Burrow bump uh this year I'm not gonna say he's on that level by any means but he is Jumped up from a guy who I thought was like, ah, eh, he's a pretty decent quarterback, but like not like too much of a threat to a guy who's like, he's in Heisman contention. I think he's like the third best uh, Heisman odds in the country, and I'm let's give him credit, but let's also just say like they schemed as well as they could be, and, and, and I don't know why that was not more evident to to other teams that we've played this year. But Trask put in the money time and time again, and they just ran. Ran out of the, the running backs ran it out in the flats. They ran a wheel wrap. That they, they did whatever they had to do. But those guys just destroyed us. Anyway, I I, I just don't I just don't get how the Kirby, who has done so well with second half adjustments, cannot. I mean, even in the second half, they still ran it. They still ran the wheel wrap. They we seen not the piss out of Kyle Pitts, and then. They turned around and ran a wheel route with the tight end. So anyway, I I don't know. Chance, give give me something to 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 make this make sense.
0: No, there's nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, well, I I take that back. We were, we talked about it. We were decimated on defense. We had so many guys out, and Jordan Davis might have been. That might have been the thing that... W- he, he might have been who we missed the most. Or, well, not might have. He was who we missed the most during this game. His presence to disrupt an offensive line. Because I'm pretty sure Kyle Trask never got a grass stain on his jersey the entire game. I think we got to him one time. One sack. And, yeah, one sack. But, but never did we throw him out of... Never did we disrupt him. Never did we cause any kind of havoc on a consistent basis and so you got a big guy back there the guy can throw the ball he's hitting his guys in stride there's a chemistry there very joe burrow-esque to i think to a degree um but there's literally there's one way to get to to mess that guy up and that's just to get to him make him get out of the pocket make him go mobile the guy's a freaking statue Mm-hmm. And we couldn't do it. I mean, he sat there all day long. I mean, yep. it was it was, it was was bad. And so not being able to he's,
1: get – And he's not a run, running quarterback.
0: So, like, he was
1: just maneuvering. He was not – he's not trying to get out of the pocket. No, he's no. He's just maneuvering around the pocket, and he made throws, man. He put them on, on a dime
0: every time. Oh, yeah, every single time. And, and that's – and we, we couldn't get off the field. I mean, those drives, they just, they, he, he he kept gashing us. They just kept gashing us the entire time. And our defense could never, I mean, we're used to rotating at a high rate. And we're used to very, like, very consistent guys staying fresh throughout the entire game. But when you're missing half your freaking starting lineup going into the, going into the game and your set, your second, your second team is having to start the game you're out of your rotation. You're, you're at nothing about this game was, um, nothing about this game was comfortable. If, if that makes sense, nothing of, we never felt like we should have been, we never showed that we should have been there. Yeah, you know, we never felt like we were ready for the stage and there, there's coaching to that. At the same time, I mean, we, we lost a lot of guys but we never tried anything different and I don't know that we could like I, I guess that's part of it too I don't know it would have been a, it would obviously would have been a much closer game if we'd been healthy on defense I feel like we would have made a, made a couple more plays um but when you don't have your when you're not when you have zero momentum you don't catch you don't catch any breaks like Mark Webb dropping that ball and, and dropping that that pick six yeah and you can't disrupt Trask at all. Just getting just getting a three and out on any, any one of those drives can change the, the momentum. But we could never get them off the field. So by the time we got to the end of the game, I mean, and that's our MO is, is stopping teams. Giving our defense rest so that in the second half, when they're gassed, we're still fresh. And we, we just couldn't do it. We couldn't get them off the field.
1: And, and and I think that kind of goes back to what we're seeing in college football in general. We're seeing a shift to from I mean, this is within a decade. Let's just say this. Ten years ago, you had Alabama beat Texas in the national championship with an elite defense and probably a pretty good offense, right? And so we're seeing a shift from that within just a decade to you have to have an elite offense and a good defense to win a game. And we we came into this game I mean sorry to win to, to win the national championship. We came into this game with what we thought was an elite offense, I mean excuse me, defense. And yes, we were down two of our mo- most important pieces. We were down Jordan Davis and Richie Lecount. Okay? And then we had guys get hurt. Lewisine got hurt, and then when you're starting Chris Smith and and uh, Major Burns came in there, and made, Major Burns is a true freshman, right? He came in. I thought he was about to lay a lick on a guy in the uh, in the corner, and excuse me, towards the sideline, and that guy whiffed. And you know that's another story. But this is all to say. We thought that we had an elite defense coming in this game, and you know what? Even then, going into going against an opponent that has an incredible offense, probably top three to top five in the country, and and I mean I'm just trying to give them credit. I hate to do it, but I I, you got to give them a little bit of credit. They are a great offense this year. Trask has stepped up, and that's been the difference. Kyle Pitts can be Kyle Pitts, but last year we You know, he tore us up in the first half and then we'd shut his ass down in the second half. So, I mean, Trask has been the difference in them and they've become an elite offense this year. Okay. Do I think this is going to be sustained by Florida? No, but we'll get to that later. So, what I'm saying is, defense doesn't necessarily win championships anymore and it sucks. I hate that. But now we have seen a shift literally within the past 10 years that all offense is what an elite offense wins championships in college football now. I mean, you look at – just look back in the last few years. I mean, you've had the Alabama offense has changed dramatically over the past, like, honestly, probably the same thing. Probably the last – probably eight eight to ten years, right? And so you, you've seen you've seen that you've seen Clemson turn into the offensive powerhouse that they are, and they still have a good defense, a, probably a great defense. And then you've got last year you had LSU who had an incredible offense, probably the best offense we've seen in the history of college football, and had a great defense too. And you know what? That's a winning formula. So you gotta have your offense at this point in the game. You gotta have your offense a little bit better than your defense. And we're just not there.
0: Well, look at look at the scores. I mean, look at the scores. I mean, 40, 44, 40, 45, low 40s is kind of some of these high powered offenses. That's kind of their low. (laughs) I mean, I mean, that's, that's, and hell, we hadn't seen that. And I mean, we were doing that with in 17 because we were, Chubb and Sony were just, too damn good <laughs> it was just it, it, anyway I'm not going to bring that up because I'll start crying and I, I I'm going to be a man about this but it, but we we know we know exactly where our weaknesses are Yeah. we we don't have we don't have and then I'll, I'll just go ahead and bring it up we don't have the quarterback to get us to where we need to be yeah and um JT Daniels who who the hell knows? I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with this kid. I don't know. There's all kinds of rumors of he's not cleared by someone else in the in in, in his camp and, and all this kind of stuff. I, I don't know what's happening here. I, I don't know I mean, Dewan let, let, let's back up. You, you made a point earlier. Stetson did play well at the beginning of the game. The guy was throwing throwing well, through some threw some great balls. Uh obviously gets hurt, then Duan has to go in and try to bring us back from maybe like twenty one down or something like that. Obviously you're putting the guy in a horrible situation. Yeah,
1: there's there's no hope. There's no hope there. Right. But
0: like you gotta try it. But you got but you got to you, you got to do something. Something's gotta yeah. give. Um, yeah. Stetson's hurt. You you got to you, you got to go with somebody. Uh Duan did not take his moment to shine. Uh it was you can't blame that all on him. Do I expect him to start this week? I mean, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I, at this point, we, we don't know. Uh, we don't know. I mean, it's Carson Beck. I mean, hell, it's worth a shot. At this point, I, I, I don't. I don't care. I, I I want. I want something different. I, I need somebody that's going to be able to get the ball out to our our guys in in a decent situation, and to compete. And and at this point, let's just be let's be honest. We're hoping for Florida to stumble, but they got to stumble a couple of times. I mean, they they've got to stumble twice, and we can't stumble the rest of the way, and that's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so we got to just we got to we got to understand that this season's SEC championship, all that's that's gone, that's 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 over, and so now it's about prepping for a team at our status. Now we're prepping for twenty twenty one. We are we are getting in the mindset of. Now I'm not saying you're not looking at the, you, these games are not important, but now you have to be thinking, okay. What groundwork are we laying here for next year? What are we telling our guys? What are we telling our people? How are we convincing them that this year does not have to count towards your eligibility? You can stay like like we got to be having those kinds of conversations of how do we want to frame this to our players? Because when it comes from a quarterback perspective, I don't know at this point why you don't put Beck on the field. Because he can't be worse.
1: So, I guess you haven't seen this, but apparently JT's going to start this weekend.
0: Well, uh, hell, it might as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you have to put the water boy. I said that last weekend. I mean, after Stetson so, – I want to back up real quick. Stetson, Stetson, I thought played well until he got injured, like played well enough. Like, I mean, you're up 14, right? Until he got injured, um, and made some plays. But then after that, it's like, I, I, I guess it was pretty evident that he was hurt, but at the same time, like you don't know with that guy, like he may have just made terrible throws, which he's done before. But from what I understand, uh, there was there was some there's been some different discussions and whatnot, but Ben Cleveland was interviewed earlier in the week, and this is like uh, kind of been uh, all around. Like Dog Nation has even reported it, so you know it's been around for several different sources. Uh, they basically are saying that Ben Cleveland like had said like, that he's been preparing for this moment and all the stuff like kind of like nonchalantly. <laughs> And and also have seen that he's been taking a lot of first team reps this week, so I think we're going to see JT. What does that mean to to me? That means that he's finally to the point where he's cleared from everybody. Do you think? I mean, the the people that are blown like I just I wish that one our fan base would have a little bit of faith in our head coach. And two would stop acting like they know more than the guy who is literally the head of the ship, and literally makes every decision and sees everything that goes on and knows everything that goes on within the program, and is also made, paid, what seven million dollars a year, <laughs> to do this. Yeah, he's paid. He's paid enough. And I'm and I'm just I'm just so tired of it. I'm just like, guys, do you think that if. Kirby Smart, do you think he wanted to start a former walk-on quarterback for half the year?
0: No, he was our fifth string at one point.
1: Freaking! Oh my gosh! Use your brain. No, it's it, there's there's there are certain things. I mean, I I think that there's definitely obviously they're waiting on the medical. Uh, clearance, obviously, and then they were waiting on him to get to to get physically ready. You cannot just be like, okay, you're medically cleared and you're going to be in there. But I think there's also some factors outside of all of this, and I feel very strongly that this is the case, that, that there are things that he cannot control. And by he, I mean Kirby Smart, Coach Kirby Smart, cannot control that have kept JT on the sidelines, right? And, and so anyway, that is all to say – I feel like we're going to see him this weekend, and I think there's a good chance that he starts, and I think it's kind of one of those uh, back, uh, poorly poorly kept secrets type situations. Uh, but, yeah, JT, uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, maybe he gets in there and shits the bed. I, I don't know.
0: Well, I I, I mean, we obviously everybody's – we're touting him as the, the guy that we need out there, but he's the guy with the most experience. He's the guy that has played in some big games. I mean, well, played for – at USC, which they have, I guess, big games. But the guy's thrown for it's, a lot of yards. He was
1: 17 years old whenever – or, yeah, I think he was 17. Yeah, I mean, the guy, guy, threw for,
0: guy threw for for 2,000-something yards in his first his first season at USC. The guy's got talent. I mean, the guy's very capable. and He's just weird. It's yeah, I think wind. he's – well, <laughs> well I, I, def, I mean, yeah, for, for sure. But <laughs> – and we have no idea what's going on there, but you got to do something different, and and yep. and maybe, and hopefully he's ready. I mean, I, I I want him to get out there. This is the game to do it. This is the game to go and try that out. Because here's the thing, we're going to play Mississippi State. They they're coached by Michael Leach. If you don't have much experience with Michael Leach, the guy is about as hot and cold as they come the guy literally either has it figured out and he's got the code cracked and he's going to run up 50 points on you or he's worthless. I mean, it's kind of, it's a very, there's a, there's a hot and cold there to from anyway, the guy, the guys, the what do they call him? The pirate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever watch any of the games whenever he was uh, at Washington state and, uh, with, with Gardner
0: Minshew? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were fun. It,
1: it was actually incredible. Like, I, I loved watching it because it was like they ran like five times a game. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they rushed like literally five times a game and would just throw the ball like 70 times a game. It was it was awesome. It was just kind of one of those things that, like, you get back from your, you know, either going to Sanford Stadium and you're watching the late-night Pac-12 football or, you know, you're you've been – Going on a marathon all day, like watching games. You're like, yeah. Let me check check out this ten o'clock Washington State game, <laughs> and Mike Leach has got him throwing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's he's he's crazy. And let's just be honest, man. He thought whenever he got to Mississippi State at the beginning of the year, and they went to LSU and beat LSU in Death Valley, and KJ Costello drew uh, through for what six hundred thirty yards or something like that. He's like, man, this is going to be easy, coaching the SEC, and hmm, since then, no bueno.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing is, this is probably the worst year of defense in the SEC ever. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and so I I think we have a lot of opportunity there. I think this is the game that you got to try some new stuff. You can't get cocky going into this game, obviously, because we saw we're going into an air raid – the air raid i mean this is who defined air raid and we showed last week that we can get raided <laughs> is basically how I will yeah. frame that and and so you have to go in there with with a good mindset obviously i don't think they've got the the offensive line or anything that florida has from that from from a town perspective i think we'll be able to get to the quarterback a little bit better uh because if you can, if you can just slow down the passing game just a little bit, <laughs> you're in you're in good shape. But this is the game that we got to try some stuff. We we have to we have to experiment and give our um, give our offense some time to try to find itself. I mean that we just don't we don't know who we are when it comes to when it comes to the offense because we don't because our quarterback has not stood up. He hasn't stood up and said, "Here I am. <laughs> this is yeah. this is my this is my offense." And because we've only looked at Stetson and Dewant, And we've unfortunately we've got other guys that we can go to. And I hope it's JT. I really do. Uh, but at this point, it's just how do you create that momentum to finish the season strong, to keep guys wanting to come back, to keep guys enticed with the idea of being a part of this team and saying, okay, 2021, post-COVID, we got it figured out we got our people we've got our team we can make this happen yeah. because i think i think it's obvious we have the talent on paper but we got to be able to put it together like we got to have we, you look at the and we have talk, we talked about this this season and it's very understood and this has been the, the case for a while now if you ain't got the quarterback hang it up hang it up if you don't have the guy that can that can put the team on his back and carry you the distance Hang it up.
1: Well, God, it's kind of depressing.
0: <laughs> well, I'm depressed. So, <laughs> I, so. don't
1: wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to hang it up. I mean, I, I want. I want to finish strong. I mean, I, I want.
0: I guess hang it up from the perspective of you're not going to. You're not going to win it all, if you don't have yeah. if you don't have the quarterback, and and so we. Well, back in, in twenty seventeen, when we go to the national championship game, we were just so freaking good across. Right? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> she, <laughs> Hail Marys over here. Um, if if we were so good just across the board, and obviously having a true freshman quarterback with Jake Prom, the guy played his <laughs> the guy played his best year <laughs> as a freshman. But obviously, we had the talent too that went with that. Yeah. And just across the board. But if you don't have the quarterback, it's not going to take you the it's not going to take you the distance in these high-powered offenses that you're talking about. These guys these these offenses that can score at the drop of a hat and we're just we're not there yet. Yeah. If so, we
1: I I'll tell you one thing, if we had 11 back this year, different team. Oh my Completely god. Completely different team. And those those people that that think that Fromm was some sort of cancer on the team, I I don't even know how you could think that. To be honest with you, I mean, aside from all the stuff that came out over the uh, like over the off season, which is neither here nor there, but you know, From Fromm was a leader on this team, and if we if he had chosen to come back this year, I mean, it'd be a completely different story. But then again, you look at. I mean, our QB saga, and a lot of people want to blame Kirby for all this, but, like, at the end of the day, like, these kids make this decision. I I don't know how else to tell these people, but, like, it goes all the way back to, obviously, to to the Eason decision, okay? Whenever Fromm was playing his tail off and led us to the national championship and Eason decided to transfer in the offseason, do you think anybody was crying at that point? Everybody was like, all right, well, Fromm's probably the QB of the future, and uh, see you later, Eason, you know, whatever. And then the next year, we get the number one or two, uh, excuse me, the number two quarterback in the country behind Trevor Lawrence, who is probably the, the best talent to come out of Georgia ever, right? And you get Justin Fields, okay? That's a pretty good consolation prize. Feeling pretty good about it. And then the kid decides to transfer. And it's all Kirby's fault, right? Okay, and all right. Well, you you, you continue to play from. So you talked about From in twenty seventeen, From in twenty eighteen, was actually better. He was incredible in twenty eighteen. We just lost uh, some of the big games, right? Uh, and then, so you got that going on. And then in twenty nineteen, he was terrible. And I'll say it, From was not good in twenty nineteen. Absolutely. But then you you're like, okay what is Kirby going to do because Fromm's left. He's not going to come back for a senior year. And then he brings in two transfer quarterbacks, and you're like, this is going to fix the problem. And then one of them decides to leave because we got a freaking pandemic on our hands, and he's opting out, and he wants to take his chances. And apparently he's got an agent in his ear, and he's got this QB guru in his ear. And then we're like, okay, well, JT's going to be the guy. Is he medically cleared? Nope. Is it going to be? I don't know. At some point, we don't know. We just don't know. And it's just—I don't even know where I was starting. I don't even know where I started in this right now. But <laughs> I—I'm at this point where I'm like, Kirby. Uh, Kirby is not making every decision to the point where our QB position is detrimental to our team. Is—is—is where I wanted to get to. Is Kirby at fault in some positions? Yeah, absolutely. Should we have used Fields in, in, in some sort of, sort of different way or whatever? Yeah, sure, but, like, w- w- are you ever going to make that that guy, that guy kind of guy happy You know, in that situation? And, and a lot of Georgia fans think that, for whatever reason, we think that we're, like, the only ones that have this problem. People – kids transfer out of programs all the time if they're not happy. There's all these high-profile recruits, and now it's going to get to the point where they're going to be able to transfer and it's going to be – free agency and it's gonna be no issue. They can play immediately in the next year and it's gonna be a problem. It really is. I mean kids are gonna come in true freshmen, highly talented recruit and they're gonna be not going to play and they're gonna like, all right, well I'm gonna go from Georgia to to Alabama, no doubt. Like why why would I do that? Or Georgia to to uh you know, Tennessee and I'm gonna get more playing time and I'm gonna earn my earn my position and then um I'll go to the league. So it's just all in all it's just I just don't understand where people are getting off. Where you just can't blame Coach Kirby Smart for every little thing that goes wrong. You can't blame you can't give him credit for every little thing that goes right either. But it's like, guys, we gotta have a little bit of faith in where this program is heading, regardless of the fact that we just do not have a quarterback this year. Because that's just it's just we've had some crappy luck, and that's and that's the best way to put it.
0: Right. Well. I agree with you. Uh,
1: how long did I go on right
0: there? <laughs> I stopped. I stopped timing after a while, but no, you're right. I, it, at the same time, I, I agree with all that. At the same time, you, I, I trust him enough to say, okay, if if these are the decisions that he's making, the guy's in a hell of a predicament. I mean, when you're starting your your previous walk-on, the guy's in the hell of a predicament. Yeah. Is he the best at coaching up a quarterback? Probably not. No. <laughs> not I mean – I will
1: absolutely say that. And, and,
0: and I think we, we we understand that. So, we've got to figure out, is Monken the guy that's going to be able to do that? And we, we got a new offensive coordinator during a pandemic in the strangest quarterback – Carousel, possibly ever. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't think we've really, because of everything that's going on, I don't think we've really sat down and understood. This has been ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, what has crazy happened crazy. over the last twelve months, uh, for, from a quarterback perspective, or, or nine months, or whatever? It's just been all over the place, and uh, the the guy was not defined. Everybody was just all right. Jamie Newman's the guy. And here we go. And that didn't happen. It's like, all right, JT's the guy. But mm, he's not cleared yet, like you said. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot has transpired. We, we can't take we, – we can't just count this as a regular season. We, we, we have to go back and, and, de- and understand that we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, and, and, and things were, were weird off to an incredibly rocky start. As we prepared for this season, so. But at the same time, you got to finish this season strong. But you're preparing for 2021. You're, you're preparing for momentum. I mean that i'm that that's where I'm at. I mean, you're you're for the caliber of team that we're trying to be. You've got to finish this season strong for next year, and to preparing for your for the guys that want to go to the draft. You, you've got to show your you got to show your stuff. We got to get to a good bowl game. We got to we got to got to finish this season strong for recruits. I mean, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this week, uh, this week can be weird because Mississippi State's got nothing to lose. They they've had a strange season, um, just like I mean, just like everybody else. But let's see what was their last game. Their last game was um, against Vandy, and they. Won by a touchdown, and Vandy's quite possibly the worst team in football.
1: Oh, well, I mean, the, definitely the worst team in the SEC. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. They, so. uh, and, and Mississippi State may, may be number two, if if I uh, do say so myself. It's either them or Tennessee, which gives me a little bit of uh, you know, I do little enjoy jolt, that. a little jolt of
0: happiness there. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you for bringing that up. I needed that. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee's (laughs) doo-doo. It's great.
1: Um, And they continue to be terrible. You know, Tennessee's been terrible for the past 10 years and somehow they've won, what, three games against us? Two or three. So anyway, Um, Chance just reeling in all these feelings and, 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 and focusing on Mississippi state a little, a little bit. I mean, we don't, we don't really have much of a preview here for that. I will say it's it's a little different thinking about them from the beginning of the year. Like we said, they played LSU, KJ Costello, threw, what, six touchdowns, five or six touchdowns, threw for 600-plus yards. Uh, and then since then, they've averaged... I actually did the math earlier, uh, and they have averaged 10.8 points a game since they scored 44 against lsu so oof yeah not not great that's not a good thing so it's just it's one of the and they have not played they have not played a, a, a lot of great talent since they played lsu they played arkansas kentucky yeah they played alabama and they played texas a&m who a&m's overrated but yes they would beat us but they played texas a&m arkansas uh, uh kentucky and alabama and vanderbilt so it's kind of one of those things that uh even then they screwed up because the, you know what the, you, you saw that video, right? That they sent out wherever, uh, where, uh, right after they beat LSU in death Valley, which is a, Hey, you know what? Give them credit where credit's due, right? They, they look pretty dang good. And I was kind of scared about this game before then. And then all of a sudden the next week they lose to Arkansas. Then they score two points against Kentucky, uh, KJ Costello gets benched against Texas A&M, and we've got – what? what's this kid's name that's supposed to be starting? Oh, no, I blew it.
0: You had your chance. W-
1: Will Rogers, is that his name? Yeah, Will Rogers. Yeah. Uh, he's been starting uh, for them for the past few <laughs> games. So, this kid that put up 600-plus yards against uh, LSU uh, is, is not even going to be starting against us. So, I don't even know – and aside from that, like – I don't know a player from Mississippi State except for Colin Hill who opted out after they lost to Kentucky 24 to 2. So in the all season he puts up all this effort into and, the and to the, uh, to the uh, flag change for the State of Mississippi and then he quits uh, three games in the season. So I don't know. It is what it is. But Chance, I don't I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about Mississippi State like is the Pirate – is, it, is that just bad juju? Do you think he's going to get fired after
0: this year? I don't know if I'm going to say he's going to be fired, but uh, the guy is um, questionable at best. Um, he is just a strange man. Um, but if there's a guy that's going to be able to pull something out of, out of his hat, it's him. I mean – he could pick us as the game that he's just going to empty the playbook and say this is my chance to kind of prove a beaten down team. We're just going to we're going to leave it all on the field. At the same time, um, I think having two weeks off to try to get a little bit healthier to get to kind of – well, we said that also against Florida, but Florida's obviously a different team. But having two weeks going into this, maybe we're going to be in a better position but I I, f- I feel pretty okay from just a pure talent standpoint. I, I feel like we'll be fine. Um, but like I said, we'll 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 see. So uh, I feel I feel good. But well, it's easy it's easy to feel good, uh, or feel at least better than I did two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. It's a uh, God was that two weeks ago now? God, that feels like it was not that long ago. Uh. Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of at the point where I just Mississippi State like this this Mississippi State game just just not it just feels like another game and we've got a pretty like all things considered South Carolina has had several uh key players opt out they just fired Will Muschamp uh and now Mike Bobo is going to be fr- the freaking interim head coach. I don't know if you saw that. So mm-hmm. we've got two dogs. Well, Muschamp was also a dog, but well he's must he doesn't so. count yeah he does not count uh there's obviously a lot of speculation on whether or not we're going to hire him as some sort of analyst or whatever which would be hilarious <laughs> uh but if uh like i it like how does different does this feel from the Mississippi State game whenever Dan Mullen decided to trot Nick Fitzgerald out in Sanford Stadium in 2017 and then we started off with a – we we uh, held them, and then we started off with a flea flicker. It just feels – the momentum is weird. There's no momentum on their side, of course, but, like, it just it doesn't feel like we're going somewhere right now, and I need to see something on the offensive side of the ball to make me feel better. Like, right now, the goal to me is to make some sort of good bowl game that's above a Capital One bowl. Like I'm saying, like if we can make a New Year's Six bowl game and have some momentum going into next year, it's such a weird year. This whole thing, the schedule got thrown off. Hopefully, we'll be at some sort of normalcy next year. But if we if we go to like say we go to the Peach Bowl or the Cotton Bowl outside of the playoff, I will I will consider this this year pretty decent. But we have to have QB play, and we also have to have our. We have to have just. I mean, I was gonna say we have to have our de- defense play really well. But like, aside from like a couple games, they have played well, which those are the two best teams that they played offensively. But still, if we can just get guys back from injury, I think we'll be a lot better team. But we gotta. We have to have better QB play. Let's see if if jt's gonna be the guy that's great if not like we don't have an answer we don't know and we're not gonna have an identity and that's been the biggest problem this whole year we don't have a damn identity chancy we don't know who the hell we are and i don't feel like besides richie like as a team leader do we have a leader on the offensive side of the ball is zeus the guy i feel like he's pretty quiet i don't know if we have a leader on that side of the ball
0: no we definitely don't and uh None of the receivers or anything like that are, are stepping up into that position. Um, And and I agree with you. We, we, we can make a New Year's Six Bowl if we have guys that – if we're able to win these the, the rest of the season and we can control the rest of the season. Because if the only two games we lost were to the eventual SEC champions and they still – I mean, it's going to be tough because – A&M is going to have to – A&M's in that conversation. Um, And you've also got Florida and you've got got Bama. Um, So, I I agree with you. I I think if we finish this season strong, we we have that momentum rolling into next year. Yeah. But there's a lot that has to happen to make that happen. And I'll be honest, I don't feel good that it's going to happen. Nothing I've seen makes me feel like – we're going to control the rest of the season. Like we're going to go into a game, go into a Mississippi State, a team that is horrible and just go control the entire game and win. Like yeah. start start from start to finish. We beat the hell out of them and it's just on to the next thing. We get to halftime we're like, "All right, keep doing what we're doing. This is this is textbook stuff. We're going to keep rolling." Yeah. So, I, do I think we had the capability to do that? Absolutely. Do I think we will do it? Uh, nothing makes me feel like we will.
1: <laughs> I respect it. I respect the... You know, you, to me, confidence is, is one of those things that's completely and wholly earned. And, it, and, and especially for you. That's especially true for you when it comes to the dogs. And, and I just don't know. At this point, I'm, I'm between you and, and me. I'm... Probably the more optimistic one, and and although I do that at, to a fault <laughs> sometimes, uh, you know I, I I'm I'm kind of feeling one of those things that I there's no there, we're looking for a consolation prize we're talking sitting here talking about the freaking Peach Bowl and and it's New Year's Six Bowl that's great whatever like there's some programs that like a I don't know Auburn or whatever that's what they aspire to, uh, but. <laughs> But we're sitting here talking about a Peach Bowl, as where we can where we can get to as a team, and that be the highest standard that we can live to in this twenty nineteen excuse me twenty twenty season, and and that's pretty sad, and it sucks, and it's like we are two or three unlucky or miscues or whatever. From being in the position where we're like, okay, we may be going into the to the SEC championship with some momentum here. We got an easy route. Like we, you and I said it. If we get past Florida and we have one loss, then we are golden. And now we've got South Carolina as weak as they can be. Mississippi State looks like crap. We're playing Vanderbilt at the end of the year. We got a. Uh, I'll say this. We got to reschedule Missouri at some point. I think that's going to happen the weekend after uh, Vanderbilt. But at the same time, we don't even know if that game is going to get played. So, a lot of stuff up in the air, and it just sucks. It sucks because it's always a sucky feeling, and we got pretty used to it uh, not too long ago, uh, that you get halfway through a season or a little more than halfway, and you realize that all your hopes and dreams and your goals are (laughs) a (laughs) wash.
0: Yep, that's us. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm with you. I, th- there's next week will will or this weekend will determine uh, how we're going to approach the rest of the season. How we go into this game this coming weekend is going to determine that. And so yeah. I think that's where we're at, and, and that's what we have to live with uh, yeah. after this game. So I, I have nothing else. That I can muster up. <laughs> to, we're just to give to give to them pissed. at this point.
1: Yeah, we're just pissed. <laughs> no, I'm very pissed. I, I want to put something in perspective here, real quick. So, Callen Hills, like they're like Mississippi State. He was gonna be their like number one like running back, and he's gonna be probably a. You know, it's funny because he opted out, and he's probably still not gonna be drafted till maybe the third round. Uh, if that, and I would be surprised if he's like fourth or fifth rounder. Uh, but then their their leading rusher has hundred and thirty one yards and one touchdown on the season. Chancy, oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> and this is such a different SEC. But I just want to say, yeah, what's his name? Jaquavius Jaquavius Marks, like, hundred thirty one yards and one touchdown. That is freaking miserable. And I know there are, there are, it's, I mean, it's Michael Leach. He's going to pass the ball. It's what he's always done. But still, that's just, I mean, you can't win an SEC like that. Like, even when Florida played us, do you think they, do you think they didn't think that they had to have Damian Pierce, you know, be a part of the game plan? Hell no. The guy, the guy was a pivotal part in the game plan as a running back. So, anyway, that is all to say. Aside from that, like, we're going to see that, that what, What's the hell? What? What's the freaking quarterback's name? Will Rogers.
0: Just, we're gonna
1: see. We're gonna see Will Rogers, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I just this game is just gonna be awkward. we apparently we're gonna break out the crappy black jerseys that have the dog collar on them. Have you seen those?
0: Yeah, but I've only lo- I've only chosen to accept that i've looked at them once because they are so awful <laughs> yeah. i see people that have bought them and it's like you chose to spend your money there but that's just a personal opinion um if you have if you're one of those that did buy those i'm happy for you <laughs> glad you're you- supporting
1: the team but also glad it's not me
0: it's just honestly i'm like you know what the 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 dog like the bulldog on the shoulder pad i can get over that it was the damn collar. It's the collar. That's the thing that just it pushed me over the edge. Yeah. But anyway, um, the, I keep hearing about that, and I'm like, you know what? It's a 7:30 game. Why not? Yeah. Let's just let's just if we have, if this is the game to do it, let's just let's just do it. We we'll probably Nike's probably paying us to to do it. So let's just go ahead and get it over with.
1: <laughs> I think I think it's been playing for a while. Well, brother, you coming to the game?
0: I will not be. I will be in Asheville watching the game. It's Chandler's uh, birthday, so we're having a we're having a thing over there. Got some buddies. We're going to be in Asheville and watch the game, so uh, get some mountain time. Um, but uh, we're we're excited to watch it from there. I I'm going to be back up. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to be up in Athens for Vanderbilt. So we'll see. Either way, I'll be up there. I'll see you at some point. But uh, but I will not I will not be up there this weekend.
1: Sounds good, brother. I'm gonna. I'm gonna to try to make it I don't know if it's gonna happen. Obviously I live here but uh it's it's kinda of one of those things I, I don't have a ticket right now, but I may come about one in the next few days. Who knows? Alright, brother. Well, hey, go dogs. Florida sucks, and that's all I gotta say about it.
0: Dogs on top. <clears throat> Maybe one day.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm about to pee my pants.